are back from the grave. How do you feel being back from the grave, Mr. Rundy? Uh, this is awesome. I, um, you know, we started this podcast and then it just, we just died. You, well, you know, uh, but I, we're, we've resurrected. <laughs> I find it funny that we started the podcast before COVID, before anyone knew COVID was a thing. Like people knew it was in January 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so people, I just moved to the Twin Cities. And well, first off, before we go into this, welcome back to everybody, all of our welcome back, all our fans. We, <laughs> we saw that somebody listened from Germany. Germany, Two we got people. multiple people from Germany, Netherlands, South Korea. So <laughs> I, I don't know how. I maybe, don't know how they heard of this. Yeah, maybe people very just look for curi- like, curious people. Yeah, maybe. But if that's you, maybe you can write to us somehow. If, I don't know. How, you can't. I don't know how you can write to us. You can't write to us. If you were but. from Germany. Um, I'm not going to give our addresses out right now, <laughs> but email me, okay, at johnrlawless at gmail.com, okay? Yes. Yep. And johnrlawless at gmail.com. You got to write to us and tell us that you're listening because that'd be really cool. Yes. And you can do it in German because uh, Jack knows German. So. Please, well, please don't. <laughs> I'll put it through Google Translate so we can make that work. But <laughs> I'll, I know like one every, every like, You can put it minutes. in Latin though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but they probably don't speak a lot. <laughs> unless there's something from like ancient Rome listening. <laughs> but hey, let's just l- lay the scene here. We're currently in the Rundy's kitchen. We just had a delightful soup. I, yes, yes, and um, we're um, we redid the hardwood floors, and and Jack helped me with that. And so we're looking at this beautiful maple. Although it does have a lot of imperfections that I can't get no. over because I did it, <laughs> and it's. It's like this perfectionism thing that always bothers me, but I'm I'm beginning to let go and just really enjoy these hardwood floors. But it was no fault of Jack's. Jack did an amazing job with his uh his uh sanding. Yes, his sanding. <laughs> that was a big project. Anyway, yeah. uh, maybe we should pray uh, to start the podcast. Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, we're gonna pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would pour out your Holy Spirit on us and upon our listeners, uh, that they would uh, be edified and lifted to you uh, to come to know you more and uh, to um, just learn about your love. We ask this in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So yeah, set the scene. We're here with the Holy Spirit. We're drinking hams. We're drinking hams. Here. And little known <laughs> fact, Mr. Mr. Jack, uh, his grandfather is the founder of hams. Is that, is yeah, that right? Yeah, somehow. Like, I think he was part of the creation of hams. I don't know if he was the sole founder, but I I just and, know that like my family loves hams because of that. And, and I had hams in my refrigerator, and Jack normally doesn't drink. And he said to me, he said to me, would it make you happy if I drank a hands with you? Yeah. And I, I began to rejoice heartily that, that Jack would honor me by drinking a hands and with me. So, Ladies and gentlemen, that's why you drink. You don't drink, you know, that's why like just a rule of drinking is like don't drink when you're sad. Don't drink when you're anxious. Drink when it make other people happy and it would be in good company, right? I drink when I'm sad. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. You've changed since 2020. <laughs> no, no. But I just drink one when I'm sad. <laughs> That's okay. 
to end this topic, I was so excited when I saw the first episode we ever made when Crayola and Loka, which are Katie Krantz and Kaylin Kupski. Shout out. They said they were going to get a glass of wine listen. But guess what? They didn't do it. So they I, didn't actually do it. They told us that and then they didn't do so it. So I know, they better do it. I know Crayola's listening right now. <laughs> I, I want you to go get in the car, go to find Loka in, in Milwaukee, in, in Menasha. In Menasha. Yes, in Menasha. And um, take her from whatever she's doing and listen to this podcast with her, preferably with uh, a glass of wine, a glass of wine, whatever your preference is. Okay. So just one though. And be happy. <laughs> yes, and be happy. Rejoice. Not when you're sick. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I have a question for you, Mr. Nate. Okay. Uh, what has happened since 2020? What's life like? What's your current take on on the world at large? I know it's a big question. Oh. But uh, – and then, yeah, tell us why Why do you think we stopped uh-huh. podcasting? Because I think I know why. Okay. COVID, but... Let's see. Uh January 2020 is when we began podcasting. Yes. Before everyone else started making podcasts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone, everyone yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah. We did it before. It was cool. We even know. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So we, how many podcasts did we do in between January and when did we stop? In May. We did five. Okay. We, five. So, of course, um, if you would have listened to the prior podcast, you would have known that my baby son Joseph was born yes. in March of 2020. Um, and... Literally, um, he was born, and the ne- the day after he was born, um, the, all the nurses had to wear masks in the hospital, and then the day after that, um, all the nurses were wearing masks and face shields as we were leaving the hospital. Uh, so um, COVID was just like going down when Joseph came into the world. Um, and um, honestly, I mean giving all my attention and love to, to him, uh, has been, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a big gift of yourself, um, especially in those first months. And I think that was kind of the beginning of, of why we stopped podcasting yeah. was cause it was just like, I just need to be fully present at home with my wife and with my son. And, um, not that podcasting isn't good. Um, not that you shouldn't have time for these things. That's like I, a secondary good. It's like it, family, podcast, yeah. everything else. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah, so there was just, I guess, a lot going on then. I mean, we, we could have kept going, but it just, it just kind of fizzled. Um, and that's okay. Um, but because we're back, baby, but we're back. We're here. We're back. Right here. <laughs> I'm stoked to be back. This is fun. You know, I, we actually, why tried... do you think, why do you think it fizzled? No, I think I was right. I mean, cause it fizzled on both of our ends. Yeah. Right? So it fizzled on my end probably because of just focusing on Joseph. Yeah. Um, and I was like deep in, in the, in the work I was doing for the, um, the Minnesota Catholic conference and which was really great, but very, very, um, time consuming. And yeah, I just think that there was a lot of factors I think it's harder when you're long distance podcasting too, because I don't know. I just, I can tell like it's easier even being with you right now to just like see what you're thinking, see how much you're enjoying the hams. You know, it's, <laughs> it's easy. Right. But on yeah, the pod- yeah. I remember when we were with Kyle and, and Phil, like it was just like, we got three guys on here. This software doesn't pick us all up when we're talking. It's kind of a hard dynamic, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's easier now. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think that over this last year or two, I think now that COVID's kind of come into a, God willing, a bit of a standstill. Um, yeah. 
this is the time. It's, it's fertile soil for a new podcast. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And the world needs this podcast more than ever because <laughs> I don't, I think it was an injustice that we, we weren't podcasting <laughs> because <laughs> just like, how many souls have we not saved? But not podcasting. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, I don't want to, I think that this is an obligation. Okay. Okay. Moral obligation. <laughs> Maybe not moral obligation, but it's an obligation of some sort. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> saving the, saving all the souls in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Through yeah. Our yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, I got some friends who were focused missionaries, so it's probably like in Germany, so it's probably the same kind of work uh-huh, we're doing, uh-huh. just from afar. We, we're yeah, not in Germany, go. right? There you go. So the St. Joseph, the the year of St. Joseph, it hasn't really ended in a way, right? Because it's, no, it's yeah. still like net worldwide, but our diocesan one did, right? Yes. And we got seven dudes who just entered the seminary. Yeah. And I just prayed the prayer of St. Joseph with you. After dinner or before mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah. And you are a man after St. Joseph's own heart, I know. Yeah, I love St. Joseph. Yeah. yeah. What do you think that's doing here in this uh, this community? Um, yeah, I mean, well, first, it's funny that Bishop Ricken announced that it was going to be the year of St. Joseph in our diocese um, on March. or I, He announced it before March 19th, but it's March 19th. 2020 to March 19th, 2021, which of course, March 19th, 2021 is long past. And then in the midst of that, in Advent on the Immaculate Conception, Pope Francis also declared that it's the year of St. Joseph until December 8th, 2021 this year. So um, yeah, that's, I don't know, there's there's something about St. Joseph right now. And um, there's a new book out by Father, it's not super new, I guess it was came out two years ago. Now by Father Donald Calloway. Is it mm. Donald Calloway? Yes. Yeah, um, right. Father Don Calloway um, on a consecration to St. Joseph. Um, and it just seems like he is kind of like a powerhouse in the church right now. Like he mm. just, I don't know, like I just sense that when, it, when I talk to people, it's like St. Joseph, St. Joseph, St. Joseph. That's what I'm hearing from all these different people. Um, I also thought it was cool um, so while we named our son <clears throat> Joseph Patrick, um, he was actually due on the feast of St. Joseph in the year of St. Joseph. Oh, yeah. His, uh, his grandfather, my dad's middle name is Joseph, um, McKenna's grandfather who, uh, passed away, uh, in February, 2019. Uh, his name was Joseph. Uh, my dad's uncle, uh, his name is Joseph. There's just like all this Joseph in my own personal family. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's really important for us personally to, um, devote to him. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we have seven, sevens. Well, they're not, are they seminarians? Men entering, men entering the propedeutic year, um, to discern the seminary in our diocese after the year of St. Joseph. Like it's just. And one of them is our esteemed podcast guest, Kyle Rowan. Yes. Who Kyle. we, who we uh, so appropriately hyped up because now yep. he's going to uh, a yep. location that is a very holy one. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you and I are pursuing the vocation of marriage, which is a, is definitely a high calling. Yeah. A priesthood, man. Yeah. Kyle's going after it. Yeah. Yeah. So pray for Kyle. Pray for Kyle. Yeah. Hey, and do you see? Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, do you, 
Oak, how, do, how have you seen, I mean, there's that clear fruit of the seminarians, more seminarians this year for yeah. our diocese, but is there other kind of hidden things or, I don't know, things that you're seeing, like it seems like the hand of St. Joseph is present in them, in our diocese or in your life or? Yeah, I and so funny you, you mentioned that, and that's kind of my thought of it, because even like the last couple of weeks and month, I've been thinking more about St. Joseph. Let's just think about who St. Joseph is, right? Like who he is depicted in scripture and what we know of him. He's a he's a silent protector. He never talks in the scriptures, right? He is always there for Mary and for Jesus. And he's actually the patron of peaceful deaths, right? You know mm-hmm. that? Because imagine his death. St. Joseph died surrounded by Jesus and Mary. Whoa. Right? That's that's what we can Whoa. hope for, right? That's and powerful. So, yeah, I know. So he is the patron of good deaths. Um, and a life well lived, I think, because mm-hmm. he lived the closest to Mary and Jesus that you could say that anyone did because yeah. he was the husband of, of Mary and the foster father, the father of Jesus. And so mm. I just think like looking at where we're at as a people right now, as a church, what we really, I think, desire in our hearts is purpose that is true, right? Mm. Cause so often in so many People, I include myself, you just, you look for purpose, even when you know, like, okay, I'm made for God, I'm made for heaven, but you look for purpose in, in, you know, things and relationships and, in, in um, your profession and in your status, whatever it is, how much money you have, what you have. St. Joseph, I don't think was, he cared, he didn't care about that stuff. St. Joseph, he knew his duty, he knew his role and he, he carried it out faithfully because I, I just think that ideally, if you're a saint, it'll be really hard for somebody to know mm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like they'll know is such a classic like hymn line. They'll know we are Christians by our love. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? Well, like obviously we know the saints pretty well, but I guarantee there are some saints who we, we don't know. We would never know of St. Therese if Pauline, her sister Pauline had not had her write that diary yep. right mm-hmm. we never know of um well i guess we know of the apostles pretty well because of the writings but we never know of you know saint maximilian Kolbe if if no, people had not been there to witness that mm-hmm. that sacrifice a lot of them um and when you think about that you think well okay well was it that the writings or accounts that made them saints no it was their relationship with god that God knew, mm-hmm. they knew, that's all that mattered. Yeah. So I just think we are, we're so immersed in being interconnected with each other and such a globalized society. We have to know everything. That's not the case. I think it's distracting us from the reality mm-hmm. of what we're called to in this world, a singular mm-hmm. focus on God, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think something like this, this podcast is it's nice because this podcast, like 10,000 people aren't going to hear it. You know, maybe our our 20th podcast when we really pick up. But right now it's like our friends in Wisconsin and then the random Germans who somehow know, maybe they like Latin and they just Googled this. And then that one South Korean who, who I uh, somehow connected with. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm from South Korea, but uh, yeah, it, it's kind of, it's fun, but it's not the main focus, but St. Joseph, he can, he can show us like, okay, this is, this is life. Life is not about, about 
status. It's not about fame. It's not about, you know, it's, it's especially not about using others as means to an end, which I think almost all society is in some way or another doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you think of, just sad, sad to say, you think of, um, uh, in a way, like the ways capitalism it affects mm-hmm. consumers, you know, mm-hmm. it affects um, nations. And then also just the perils that a lot of individuals fall to with things like pornography. You know, mm-hmm. it's like these things, they lead you to objective objectification of an individual or individuals. Mm-hmm. And those are just two examples. But yeah. it's more ubiquitous than we think, right? Mm-hmm. And so we really have to look at someone like St. Joseph who totally gave of himself and he wasn't he wasn't without sin like mary and jesus right mm-hmm. so you gotta remember well, that <laughs> yeah some people so, say yeah, yeah, yeah. some people say that um he was like john the baptist that he was cleansed of original sin possibly in the womb and then yeah well anyway would, would he still have a life without sin though if he was cleansed? i think in, i in think so really like john the Baptist. i don't know um he's not obviously immaculately conceived or anything like that but yeah but some people just say that. Yeah. Um, anyway, he yeah, anyway, yeah. he could he could have sinned. Um, Let's hope not. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Regardless, he he was a he was he had free will. So yep. ultimately, he could have. Mm-hmm. He had the 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 grace of being with Mary and Jesus. We have the grace of being with Mary and Jesus. We know Jesus more intimately than than in a way than many people have ever as Catholics because we received him in the Eucharist, mm-hmm. you know? And that, what do you think about this? I was thinking about this, you know, so often we look back in the salvation history and we're like, Oh, like, why don't we just have Jesus here right now? Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's in the fullness of time. God brought Jesus, uh, on the, or Jesus came onto this earth. And you think, well, if I was with, like those apostles, I would not have turned away from him like that. You know, mm-hmm. especially like if I was like Peter, I would not deny him. If I was um, mm-hmm. Judas, I wouldn't have done what Judas did. Mm-hmm. But first off, are you so sure? And second off, do we know him any less? You know, mm-hmm. that's a question because yeah. they're, they're not receiving him in the Eucharist. Yeah, that's that's kind And of... we have the grace of the sacraments. Yeah. You know, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because... They were able to commune with him in a very intimate way. I mean, in the physical flesh, but they, they didn't receive him until the Last Supper. Yeah. Um. And when I mean Judas, I don't I don't know if it says that Judas actually consumed the Eucharist or not. I know he took the Eucharist, but I don't know mm. if he consumed it or not. Yeah. But but yeah, they were able to commune so. Um, so intimately with him, but we, we do too. Yeah. And we <laughs> like, see him. The and Eucharist, we, we, we still do turn too. away from him. Yeah. And we still, and sometimes I say that to people, well, I guess this is a side point, but I can just say it. But, uh, sometimes like parents will, will say like, I don't know why my son or daughter is like not following. Like, I don't know why people lament this to me once in a while. Like my, my kids don't go to church anymore. And mm. sometimes just as a consolation, I, I try to say to them like, well, Jesus was 11 for 12, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. um, but that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if, if we realize what the Eucharist is, then 
<laughs> we're with Jesus just as close as the apostles are. Yeah. Because so often, like, I, I, I know I've said, people have said, yeah. like, like, why, why doesn't Jesus just show up? Yeah. You know, why doesn't Jesus be like, hey, I'm Jesus, I'm God, like, yeah. I, I want you in heaven, so stop sinning. Yeah. Like, first off, like, do you think anyone would entirely stop sinning after that? No. It's like, no. It's like, no, it's, they... it's crazy how many things can actually happen to you in your life, too, yeah. and how many experiences you, you have of God or of, I mean, just anything and, and how we just fall back into our old habits, you know, just like, just like that. I mean, yeah. you know, if, if you look at like a Steubenville conference or something like that, and you see how many kids obviously have encountered Jesus there. You know, or you look at like a, a Sikh conference. Mm-hmm. How many people have deeply encountered Jesus there? Or people who have been faithful Catholics or faithful Christians for, you know, 100 years or not 100 years, but 20 years or whatever. And all of a sudden they're not going to church anymore. All yep. of a sudden they're, yep. they're not praying anymore. Like we can never be complacent. Yeah, never. it's just, it's crazy. What, what's what, that? what were you? So now this is... um Maybe we're getting off topic. I don't know. It's not topic. But you were, you were <laughs> at dinner, you were talking about, um, you were speaking with a priest about, um, about, so the vicar for clergy you were speaking to, I think. Yeah. Um, who told you the three things that happen when priests are involved in some kind of scandal or yeah. um, leave the priesthood. What are the yeah. three things that happen? Yeah. So it's Father John Girardi and... I think this is really insightful for anybody who, who is hoping to first off to continue to grow closer to Jesus, and second to look to any like, any um, instances that might lead them further away. So almost taking like an objective look at yourself. So the three are number one, you don't want to be a seller of the gospel, but not a, not a buyer. So what they mean, what Father John I believe meant by that was that you don't want to like preach the gospel, but have it be from just a place of like, of total, this doesn't apply to me, you know, or this. So possibly. wait, can you say it again? So the number one reason why they left, well, this is one of the three. So like one of the three reasons why they left was you're a seller of the gospel, but not yeah. a buyer. So like you, 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 you try to, you try to teach everybody about it and try to explain it, the gospel to everyone, try to teach everyone about Jesus, but you're not actually buying yeah. into Jesus yourself. And then for me, that begs, I'm like, why are you doing that in the first place? Like, yeah. like, but I suppose it's just the role of priest. Maybe that comes. Yeah. They're a priest. Like what else am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. But, and maybe they just, you know, for some reason the devil's tricked them into thinking this could not possibly apply to you, you know, whether it's yeah. relationship with God or mercy. And, well, that's got to kill your conscience if you're preaching and you're not living. Yeah. Because you can't truly So, preach. I mean, that's, that's got to destroy you inwardly if yeah and that's why that makes sense why they would leave if they're not living it or if that they'd fall into some kind of scandal yeah and so what father john said and this this was when i was on spiritus fyi i was on this mission team called spiritus during this oh yeah so we didn't ask about your life yeah that's okay Okay, we'll we'll talk about it if you want in a bit but so the first one is being a seller of the gospel but not a buyer because we know it's relationship identity mission our relationship with god First. Forms our identity. Yep. One, two, three. And sense of mission. If you're on mission, there's nothing there to yep. give. Yep. It's, it's yep. all smoke with no flame. So the priests, um, sadly, begin with the mission, mm. not with the relationship. And so that's one. The second one is tossing around their vocation. 
So if we toss around our vocations, we our vocations are solid. Like God has given us a vocation in life. Yeah. Primary vocation, love, secondary vocation to, you know, priesthood, religious life in some way, to marriage, to single life, whatever it is, like consecrated life. But we can't toss it around. You know, we can't just think, okay, I can do whatever I want. My vocation's always gonna be there. In a certain way, God God gives us this chance to truly enter into a vocation of love. And that is our secondary vocation that helps mm -hmm. form our, our primary vocation. It helps us live it to its fullest. So what do you mean by toss, to by toss around their vocation? Yeah. You just, so they just, like they were they're just careless with it. Careless. You know? so that's like, what, that's what I understood it as. Okay. So like for a priest, that would mean what would like, I yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's like they just don't realize the true graces that come from the priesthood. Yeah. And they're just like, you know, whatever, like, I guess I'm a priest. Okay. I got to mm. run this church. What know? would that look like? You think for a married man, like just not, not investing time with his family and his wife. Yeah. And just like, like and... you and I are talking about, like sometimes parents are just like, I'm a parent now. Okay, great. Like I had a kid, I guess I'm a dad. Yeah. You know? Not, not really just tossing it around like that. Yeah, well, it's whatever. I'll go do something else. Yeah. And, and making it like a secondary part of your life. Not like mm. I am a father and I have these children who love me so much and mm -hmm. they're a part of me and God mm -hmm. has given me the grace to participate in yeah. the creation of this world with him. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. We're co-creators in this world yeah. um, and co-operating, co-hyphen operating. Yeah. It's like, wow. So I guess to put his, um, his thing positively, if you want to, if you don't want to fall into some scandal and lose your, lose your vocation, yeah. you, you've got to put, <laughs> you got to put it first and you're or like, you have yeah, to invest yeah. uh, and you can't I, sit on it forever. You can't just be like, Oh, I don't know if I'm really called to this. Like, no, yep. you're in it. You're in it. Yep. And what, what father Girardi said was that every time he talked to a priest, he said, when'd you stop praying? You know, mm -hmm. and that and was the last point. No, they stopped praying. Nope, nope. That was just a part of it. But oh, when, when did you yeah. stop praying? It that was, applies to everyone. Yeah. If you stop in praying, you're, you're dying. You're dying. You're dying because we're made to pray. Yeah. You know, we're made to yeah. worship. But the last, the last part was that this darkness, you want, you want to make the darkness, and I'll explain what that means, as small as possible and then non-existent. So darkness is that part of your life which you are ashamed of, which you don't want to tell anyone about, which you don't want to bring to confession, mm. which you don't want to bring to a friend, to a family member, mm. whatever it is. You, you keep that and you're mm. scared. That kind of applies to the vocation one and to mm. the, to being a buyer, not a seller or a seller, not a buyer. Yeah. That so was that, his last point was yep. they, they try to hide the darkness and make it. Or they let it expand. Right. Yeah. So our goal in life is to minimize, minimize, minimize if, if it's existent and then give it all to God, give it all to those yeah. in our life. Be entirely transparent because yeah. ultimately, Entirely transparent with people, it's appropriate to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, not like shouting to the world, everything, <laughs> yeah. everything in your family, and yeah. your life, and all that yeah. stuff. But, um, yeah, and you know, for a lot of people, and sense. not to minimize whatever anyone's going through, this isn't like something like difficult happened in your life, and you're, and it, it's difficult to talk about. It's something that you yourself are in a way ashamed of, or don't want to talk about these things that. Are, are there a block in your relationship with God, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Because because you are making an idol out of them in a way. Mm -hmm. Because you are saying, 
God, I'm giving you everything, but not this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I see that as yeah. a part of like, it sounds, it almost sounds like what he's saying by that is they're giving up the fight. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like with sin, there's, I mean, there's a constant battle, you know, that's, that we're, we're up against, you yeah. know? And it's like, yeah. and especially with certain sins, um, that have shame surrounding them or whatever, it's, it's, it's a battle. And, um, if you give up the fight, you know, if, if you give up, well, then it's going to take longer. That's, that's the thing, you know, like, yeah, and it's, it's, I guess it's not just you. I mean, it's, it's God fighting behind you, but it it almost sounds like letting the darkness grow, like just giving up, you know? (laughs) Exactly. That's how I think of it too. Like you, you think of it, okay. Mm. Some of these things in our lives are not going to, we're not going to change them in an instance. Yeah. They're going to require us to be continually faithful to yeah. God. But we, yeah. can be, we can trust that wherever yeah. we're at in life, as long as we devote ourselves to the present moment, to loving God, yeah. to loving those around us, yeah. eventually God will help us. Mm-hmm. God's grace mm-hmm. will help us. That's, mm-hmm. You're right. It's, it's entirely grace. Yeah. Like it's, it's our cooperation with grace. Yeah. And so things seem so daunting. You know, mm-hmm. Things seem so daunting. It yeah. seems like we got to scale Mount Everest sometimes mm-hmm. while there's like lava running down it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be tough, yeah. you know. But yeah. but this life is not meant to be easy. Yeah. And we are sinners, you know. And so yeah. it's like we wow. we just have to be as righteous as possible when yeah. we identify. I'm called to virtue. I'm called to loving others. Yeah. And that see, I could see that in like the life of a priest. Yeah. Like I don't know, like something like mm-hmm. horrible or difficult happens, and they say, you know, okay, I'm done. You know, yeah. I'm leaving priesthood. Yeah. Well. Like, I- I'm I'm just having this image in my mind of like, you know, like we're all carrying some kind of cross, whether it be, it could be a sin or it could be, you know, something mental health yeah. or, or it could be, um, it could be just challenges with a certain it relationship. It could be doubts, just like desolation. Doubts, doubts whatever it is. Yeah. It seems like that's, there's some kind of darkness that's, you know, that, that we're carrying, um, there's like, you know, there's a mystery of the cross that's in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, if you're a Christian, there's a cross and, you know, it, it seems like, <laughs> like the worst thing happens when you just, when you fall with the cross and you just stay down, mm-hmm. you just never get back up. Does that make sense? Like that's the image in my mind is you've got a cross and you, you've fallen down yeah, with the cross yeah. and you say, okay, see a cross and you just walk away, you know, it's, or, or you just stay, you just stay down. Yep. Um, because, and I think eventually, at least my experience in my life has been, there's been a cross and I've carried it for a couple years, whatever it is. And the Lord will be lovingly remove it from me. Um, I can see that in, in at least two different instances in my life where I had major crosses that, um, were lovingly removed and, you know, I don't know what the next one is going to be, you know, but you know, there's going to be one. Yeah. There's, cause that, it, yeah. there has to, I mean, that's what Jesus says. So yeah. it's, there's gotta be, yeah. um, yeah. And I think Jesus saying that he, it's a realization of first off our nature yeah. You know, and also the nature of the world, like mm-hmm. the Lord understanding like this is, and it's, it's just it's the way because it of original yeah. sin. Yeah. 
like the crosses are all because of original sin. Yeah. There were no crosses in Eden, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, so because original sin, we are, we toil in the earth, you know, mm-hmm. there's thorns in our, in our gardens and whatnot, yeah. and all yeah. that stuff like, like God told Adam <laughs> yeah. and terrible things happen in this world. But yeah, you're right. The, what can we do? We can live as virtuous of a life as possible and not just say it, right? Because mm-hmm. we're saying this podcast, but are we going to actually do it? Like, <laughs> yeah. God yeah. God willing, God bless us, please, like, to continue to just to, yeah. to really devote and, you know, yeah, just devote our lives to to that true, the truth found in there. Because I, mm-hmm. I believe it. You know, I believe that's, that's the way. Like, mm-hmm. there's no other way. And... Yeah, and the worst thing is I was I'm reading this book called Theology and Sanity by Frank Sheed. You ever mm. hear about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talks about kind of what you talked about, where when we see like let's say a man who's 70, 80, mm-hmm. lived a life, very faithful life, very virtuous life for 40 years, 50 years, and he falls, falls hard. We think, oh, what a shame. You know, what a shame that this this guy, so virtuous, he fell back into sin mm-hmm. towards the end of his life. Mm-hmm. What Sheed says is no, it's a shame that God dispensed so much grace to him. And then in that moment, he chose to say no, hmm. because we, that's, that's to say we are constantly to, upheld by, yeah. To say anything else is just to be not true. It's, it's, it's to say like, okay, like it's almost to say by his own will, that man was holy. Mm-hmm. And then he, he just kind of fell off. No. It's like he chose, he chose that. Anyone, yeah. anyone who chooses sin, who chooses hell, it's all their choice. No one's in hell by, by anything but their own choice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think like you're right. This, this cross, this cross, yeah, what we got going on here? This cross that we're trying to, to carry, it's, um, yeah, it's, so we're looking at the time here, everyone. But <laughs> this cross is—it's heavy, but it's not possible. And Jesus shows that because He carried our sins. Yeah, you know. And the uh, um, the last little thing that what you're saying is resonating with me is that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. And I've heard that explained a lot of times. We've got a yoke, like an oxen has a yoke that's trying to pull a plow, so it's hard. But there's two oxen. There's Jesus and there's us. Mm. And uh, my yoke is easy and my burden light. Yeah. You know, because he's, he's doing it yeah. <laughs> with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's my last my last thoughts here as we're getting into the <laughs> 35 minutes. Yeah. Mark. Yeah, we, uh, we're known for our hard-hitting shit snap snappy content yeah so <laughs> i don't want to go too long but we're very um loquacious and verbose quite quite concise as well <laughs> no we're very we're very wolfish oh what does wolfish even mean like a wolfish smile <laughs> i don't know what that means we're very we're very whimsical individuals oh, yes kind of waggish as well <laughs> and bish one might say i'm fish yeah but uh, yeah, I I suppose this is our um, post world pandemic societal uh, conflict um, hash, you know, 
of because <laughs> I remember we were Passion. talking about we were talking about uh, ants and uh, youth ministry prior. <laughs> in the, in the, yeah, in this the, is a little more deep. Well, but I'm you know this is I think where we're at, and this is where a lot of people are at. It, mm-hmm. It's about meaning. It's not about and not saying anything else is bad, but it this is th- these are the questions that that beset us, and not for any any reason other than there were matter, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, how can I, in the midst of so much difficulty, live a virtuous life? How can I truly love others? Because that's a virtuous life. It's loving others. Mm-hmm. It's not, It's not. you know, being perfect or mm-hmm. like just simply like getting a really good shape and eating great and like being kind, you know? Mm-hmm. It's about giving your life for others entirely. How can we do that? That's that's the question because and that's what Saint Joseph did to, to tie mm-hmm. it all back together. Yeah, Joseph. Saint Joseph, Saint Joseph, he, he. If you think about it, Mary could have been stoned. Yeah, for being she could have been stoned today. Yeah, she would have been stoned if he hadn't taken her in. Yeah, right. Saint Joseph, he was uncertain until the angel came to him and said, "Mary is, Mary's been um, uh, gifted, the son of God, right." Um, so he's, he's a model of obedience, of faith, things that we, in our quest to live simple life, just like St. Therese, simple lives of obedience and faith, um, of carrying our cross, you know, what else can we look for? Mm-hmm. We got St. Therese yesterday or two days ago, St. Francis tomorrow. We got some good saints in the lineup for, for Here we our, go. Our, our efforts. The last thing I want to talk about. Well, before we give a quick little update on our lives. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think about Mary as an analogy for the burning bush? Hmm. So, the burning bush is... Um, the Theotokos. Yes, the God, God bearer. Oh, I see. So, like, the burning bush is like... Oh, what about Mary as the Logos? Or not Mary as the Logos, the burning bush as the Logos. Which one is a better analogy? Because we can speak of God analogically. Yeah, well... I'm taking a theology course now, so I'm really smart, by the way. <laughs> this guy is full of humility. Yeah. I, can, I, I know what to say to sound smart. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the burning bush, Moses sees the burning bush and he hears God's voice coming from it. It's on fire, but it's not consumed. Says the burning bush, God's voice from the burning bush says, I am who I am. So that kind of makes sense to me as Mary, the God bearer, because mm-hmm. somehow this bush is carrying God yeah. and yet is not consumed. Um, and it, the word of God comes from the burning bush, just as the word of God, Jesus, comes from Mary. Mm. So I think that's actually a pretty good uh, type of Mary. And the, the Holy bush. Spirit's the, 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 the action of God, right? Yeah. That's it. And so that the action, the flame, uh-huh. the bush uh-huh. being, and I think it's significant that the bush was not. Wow. So the Holy Spirit is like, on fire like Mary is full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The spouse of the Holy yeah. Spirit. Hmm. I, I think that's good. Should I change my paper topic? May, uh, maybe you should change your paper topic. I think that made more sense in my head as being a type of Mary than being a type of the Logos is what Yeah. I, is what well, you think? Well, yeah. Maybe it's just like uh, the mode of, of what is happening because 
the reason I think it's like like Jesus, like the logos, is because it's God stating I am who I am. So God's self knowledge, right? Yeah, it's God's self knowledge, which is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's God declaring his self knowledge. Fully. And man- manifesting his self knowledge, which is what Jesus is, is a manifestation of of God. Well, it is God. Yeah. Um, God manifesting himself mm-hmm. in the person of Jesus Christ. So the yeah, I guess that I guess they both work pretty well. And like the word is like spoken by God the Father, and thus reveals himself in, in the similar way. Yeah, I feel yeah, like Yeah, there's there's a lot there. It's better than use it's better than maybe the Holy Spirit as the Burning Bush? Yeah, because it's we can only speak of the persons of the Trinity in relation to, to each other and their distinctions, mm-hmm. right? And so the effect that's given to, to Jesus in that instance of the knowing God knowing himself seems really apparent in the burning bush of God knowing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much. I mean, there's definitely that aspect of flamingness that everyone mm-hmm. knows the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, but I don't, the Holy Spirit is obviously still with the logos. Yes, yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, so you, but so many people do do not, and I just we were just talking about this in my class. So many people think of these gospel passages or even passages from all the Bible, and they don't see where the three people, the Trinity, the three persons are interacting. Like mm. you think of hmm. the Transfiguration. Like that's powerful. Yeah, very clearly, Jesus and and God, right? God the Father, but yeah. God the Father. Yep. Um, but the one I think is the best, the, the, the easiest one to think of is the baptism of Christ, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christ being baptized, God saying, this is my son who I'm well pleased, mm. and the spirit very wow. clearly there, right? That's really powerful, to, especially when you're reading the gospel to to ask God in mm-hmm. our prayer, where, where, are the, where, are the where is the Father, where is the Holy Spirit yes. here? Praise Whoa. God, dude. Yeah, that's I, that's I love, really cool. That's why that's why Augustine says contemplating the Trinity is heaven. Yeah, yeah because wow. it is. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what wow. that's what heaven's gonna be. Wow, just contemplating the Trinity. You know, it's like yeah. so. Like <laughs> that's why I think get back to our roots in youth ministry or catechesis when people are just like ah, the Trinity's a mystery. Like you guys just trust in it. You know, it's like yeah. you're doing yourself a disservice and whoever you're helping or trying mm-hmm. to teach because it's a mystery. Yes. But there's so much we can know and, and learn mm. from the Trinity and, and how, like we, I would love, man, and perhaps I'm going to try to do this going into the Bible, try to keep this in mind, where are the persons of the Trinity? And, That's and this, really beautiful. You know, yeah. Where are they? Because Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit. Jesus talks about God. God talks yeah. about the Holy Spirit. God talks about God. Jesus. You know, yeah. they all talk about each other, the, the persons, because that. they are all God. Yeah. But we just think, oh, hey, that's just Jesus and the Holy Spirit doing their thing. Or like, that's just Jesus talking to the Father. Yeah. But what, what's the Holy, the Holy Spirit, Spirit? doing? Yeah. What's the Holy Spirit doing? Or, where's the Holy Spirit? Yeah, where's the Holy Spirit when Jesus is walking to the cross? Where's the Holy Spirit yeah. when Jesus is taking the ch- little child into his arms? Where's the Holy Spirit when Jesus is saying, get behind me, Satan, Peter? Yeah. You know, like... Yep, yep. Where's, where is he? I've, in there. You know, we, we were just with, with Joseph reading this I spy book and some of them were harder than the others, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a stretch, but there was this one frog <laughs> that it showed the picture of the frog and then you had to find the frog. And that frog was hard to find because it changed up its uh-huh. position. 
Uh-huh. We got to take that critical eye that he took to I spy <laughs> to the scriptures. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we need to think we more. We can't just look at. We can't just look at the, the frog. Fr- we initially. can't just look at the frog and accept, expect the frog to look the same. Yeah. Oh, wow. There should be like, we should do like a Bible study about that or something. About the frog? No. <laughs> about like, about like finding, finding the, the person. Trinity. Yeah. Like, yeah. You a scriptural, like a, in the gospel. I spy you know? with my little eye the Trinity. But, but even, even like, okay. In a way, man, in the burning bush, Jesus was there in the logos of the self-knowledge. Yeah. Was he not? Yeah. He was there. So Jesus was there. They were all there. They were all there. They had to be. Yeah, even though he had not yet. But he he had already been begotten because yeah. begetting is not temporal. From eternity. Right? He got so so he's, he's always there. been there. Jesus wasn't there. Jesus was at the burning bush. Not Je- no, Jesus wasn't. Yeah, the logos. The word. The, the, word. the logos was there. The second person of the Trinity, the Son, yes. was there. Yeah, you can say that. Jesus yes, wasn't. yes, 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 yes. Okay, there you go. And one the logos. One, and last, the one word. last thought. So this is really cool. Baptism, right? Think about this. A bat, this was Father Schuster, Father Daniel Schuster, one of the, the best priests you'll ever find. <laughs> he, uh, he was telling me and some others one time that you can, a valid baptism is obviously in the name, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? You didn't just baptize me, did you? No. Oh. No, but I can if you want. <laughs> I'm already baptized. Okay, good. We'll just, uh. The conditional baptism. Okay. Just to make sure. <laughs> no, uh, not baptizing you. But, uh, but. In hands. It, what's oh, that? No, 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 that's not. That's heresy, Patrick. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, the baptism, but, you know, there are actually a lot of invalid baptisms because people, probably not a lot, but it happens where people are like, we baptize you in the name of the, like the whole, you know, whole, the whole parish does it or something, which isn't valid. Uh Ooh. And that actually happened to a, a priest I was reading a story about where he had his whole – he looked at his baptismal video and they said, we baptize you or something like that. Hmm. And this this priest literally had to have every sacrament. He had to – he was like confirmed, given the first Eucharist, ordained all in one like day after that, after he found out and he brought it to the bishop. Uh, and in those circumstances, we can rely on the grace of God. Ecclesia suplet. What does that mean? The church supplies. The church supplies, yep. So even if you didn't get a valid baptism, well, hopefully you did. Yep. If we can trust God, we can trust that God's gonna Now if if this priest knew he didn't get a gonna, valid baptism, like Yeah, like, then you should do but, something But obviously. if you are the not to get in like to like deep in the scripture or not or theology here, but if you are faithful and the priest doesn't tell you, then and you think this is a priest ordained validly? He's acting in the function of a Catholic priest in yeah. the professional, like yeah. even that, right? Yeah, ecclesia suplet. God is yeah. God is bigger than the sacrament. Uh, the sacrament is obviously his ordinary that's means it. of working, yep. and that's what we should use uh, to receive grace is the holy sacraments. But like God can work outside of the sacrament. Say if someone was pretending to be a priest and they absolved you. Yeah. You can trust that God really forgave you. Now, if you found out about it, well, you know, you should probably go to confession again yeah, or something like yeah. that. But it's possible that that could have happened to you. There could have been a priest that was not really a priest who absolved some huge yeah. sin. Now, I don't want to send you into a yeah. I know, hey. I know this. <laughs> but anyway. But don't think about that. Trust God. Yeah, but, we just uh, trust God. But what I was saying is, 
Father Schuster said that we can, we can, a valid baptism can actually be uh, made in the distinctions of the, in, of the persons of the Trinity share the same nature. But in, let's say, for example, I baptize you in the name of the creator and the savior and the sanctifier. Right. That's valid. I, you could think that's valid because God. I is, hope it's not valid. You don't think so? No, it's not valid. Why not? Father Schuster said that's valid. No, no, I that was an example, but oh. but why why want that? Because the, the creator oh. the creator is a is a an attribute distinctly given to God, while all three persons are still participating in it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The Savior is known. Okay, Jesus is the Savior. Yeah. The Sanctifier, the Sanctificator, the Spirit is known as the Sanctificator. That is the yeah, role yeah. of the Spirit. Yeah. So we why, gotta think. Why outside. is it invalid? Why would it not be valid? Oh. We. Mm. Right, because that is how we distinguish the the persons. It's not it's not based on some like word trickery. It's like we are invoking mm-hmm. by by God's own, you know, God ordained that baptism be like this in the three persons of the Trinity. Not, you know, not if I have a speech impediment and I mess up the word. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I am saying, as a Christian, as an individual who believes in God, even if you're not Christian, if you're doing it with the faith, like mm-hmm. God. Jesus, Holy Spirit, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I don't know all the all the things. I don't think that's valid. Well, hear me out. Father Schuster, he said it's valid. He what? What? Okay, he didn't say those exact words, but he uh-huh. said if you. And this is what I remember of him saying: okay. if you, if you, if you baptize somebody, uh-huh. and you don't say Father, Son, Holy Spirit, but let's say you said Father, Son, and the Sanctifier. Yeah, sanctificator, and that is that is a title reserved only for the Holy Spirit within relationship to the other two persons of the Trinity, uh-huh. right? So not like in the name of the Father, Son, and God. That would not be valid because uh-huh. they're all God. Uh-huh. They're all God, right? Yeah. But by by the by God's pure design, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is has been appropriated the role of sanctifier mm-hmm. only. God made that happen. You know, it wasn't the same. Wait, but doesn't God sanct God the Father sanctify you as well? Well, okay. Now if you could if if you're thinking that. So now we're just distinguishing them by their actions. But how else do by you by their dis- primary actions? How else do you distinguish them in relationship to each other? The father. Oh, yeah, I guess father. Right? Father is father in generator, relation to son. He is yep, and he is only father in relation to son. So it's interplay of relationship in, in the three persons of the Trinity is the only and mind you cannot be known by reason, but it's only known through the revelation of Jesus. And Jesus. Right? The, so it's like So can I baptize in the name of the lover, the beloved, and the love? Now, see, that's this is a good question. And I actually asked this in the discussion forum. So maybe Dr. Klein, who's a really smart professor from Augustine Institute. I mean, I, we shouldn't baptize like nobody should no, I baptize. Because Jesus no, they, said, these are all yep, baptized exactly. in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And what did he mean by that? Did he mean baptize in the distinguishing of the persons of the Trinity? Or did he mean baptize? That's a good question. In what I've told you to call me, the Father. and what I've told you to call yeah. Jesus, the Son. and what I've told you to call it. You know what I'm saying? But then you have to ask, what did he say in, in the Greek? And what did he say actually? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because what, did he say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Because uh-huh. it wasn't Holy Spirit back then. Holy Ghost. Yeah. And even before that, that, that was the Latin, right? Uh, well... Wasn't the Holy Ghost like the change in the Latin? What? Spiritus Sancti, Spirit. 
Yeah, I don't know. So we're, we're, we're stepping outside my territory. And, and maybe yours too. This is deep stuff. But uh, yeah. Uh, but this, hey, disclaimer don't baptize anyone unless you're a priest. <laughs> if you're a priest, don't listen to our advice. <laughs> good. That's, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, yeah. We can't be sued now. <laughs> uh, for heretics. Uh, well. Yeah, come on. This is a place to. To mess up, you know, this is, <laughs> we can save space, save space, this is a sp- safe space, <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe, maybe next time we podcast, we'll have an update. As maybe it. somebody can yeah. email, email, email Jack about, uh, the theology in an outraged email. If you will. Yeah. Please get really mad at me. <laughs> Anyone like you can just just lay lay on me, just be like lambast. Yeah, I want you. I want you to hold nothing back. And if if like someone's making you mad in your life, just rant about it too. Yeah, not not about them, but about me. Okay, and about his crummy theology. Ah, this guy. (laughs) It's it's you know it's entirely in my own in my own ego that I'm I'm trying to trying to speak theology, and then I'm just no. It's interesting. I I. I've always heard that it's. Isn't def- that interesting? I've always heard though? that it's definitely invalid to to baptize in the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and really. Sanctified. When's that come up before for you? Uh, in our catechism class in yeah. seminary. Um, Let's get Father Schuster on the podcast. Yeah. However, that is interesting. To, if those titles are solely reserved for the Father and Son. And the Holy that's that's thing said. If if there's a title that is clearly solely. For the person of the Trinity, yeah, that's interesting. Then, in a wor- in a way, man, want to just be like, like using legal- a different legalistic language. word stuff. Yeah, like if know? I say Padre, Yeho, yeah, yeah or like Santo versus like why? Not, like Jesus did say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah, then you have to ask like the person of the Father, the person of the Son, the person of the- that makes more sense because like otherwise, to me, it seems just a bit a bit too like like legalistic. Like yeah, you know, sure. like I gotta say this formula and it's gonna happen. You know, like yeah. Or then, like, what's the, the what's the reality of it? It's the person of the Father and the person of the Son and the person of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know for definitively. A name kind of means identity. Name is really about identity. What 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 God is, who God is. Yeah. So who is the Father? And maybe maybe you should only say Father because Father is the is the best summation of the identity of god that we can possibly we can only say father in relationship to the son you know yeah yeah that's that's the only way we can distinguish god the father yeah and maybe creator is not a name or a representation of the identity of the father it's not that's why jesus wouldn't said that it's not the fullness of the rep you know what i'm saying so so i think maybe that's but for stupid humans if we say creator because we're not jesus and we don't know all that and we're stupid but it's still then maybe it could still maybe if back in the 60s when there was some priest <laughs> baptizing in the name of the creator redeemer but it was still valid then as long as maybe, they didn't say we maybe it was maybe it was still valid but i feel like a, a priest who's just being loose and fast with that stuff wouldn't, wouldn't change it up like that they'd be like in the name of the people and you know the the yeah, church maybe, and maybe, <laughs> yeah because yeah. that it's kind of it's kind of like you're kind of thinking like, wow, these are these are some cool attributes of the, the person. So know? what makes it – never mind. What makes it stop talking because this is getting very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but an update. You have a one-and-a-half-year-old. You're working at St. Ignatius. Yep. What else am I missing? You are – you are a uh, you have a beard and hair, and so do I. I didn't have a beard last time we did this. Actually, I don't really have a beard. 
Yeah. Your beard. I need to trim my beard. Yeah. You have a house. I have a house. You had, I already house. had a house. Hardwood floor. I didn't have a hardwood floor. You did, but it was just under the. It was the, under the under floor. Under, yes, fake hardwood floor and carpet, but we ripped that up, and we sanded it down. Oh yeah, that's good. Day. Shout out DJ. Yeah, DJ. DJ's the man. DJ is my friend, who is like a great representative of like Saint, Saint Joseph. Joseph. He's yeah. like a Saint Joseph. He just is. He's the man. And uh, and he's such a good guy. He's not gonna let that comment get to his head either. No, 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 he's never too, will. Yeah, <laughs> too humble. He's just, yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm, you have a girlfriend now. I do. Hopefully, she's listening at some point to this podcast. Regina Betteg is her name, and she's in Montana. She's kind of far away. It's a thousand miles from Wisconsin, but it's the, the, it's the wild west. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she. Uh, She's pretty amazing. She works on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation at a Lasallian school, uh, which is a school founded by the Lasallian brothers. Um, and yeah, she's been there four years now, and we met at Camp Tech, so I'm joining you and McKenna as uh, a couple. Camp, Camp Tech couples. Yeah, Camp Tech couple. It's a trademark. And uh, yeah, it's just been a real blessing. The data and uh yeah she's been catch up on this podcast so i don't know maybe she's maybe her, she's pinging from germany or something somehow yeah. being that far west yeah you know germany's east of us but maybe south korea maybe that's the south korea yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah i'm not seeing any i don't know if the the metrics the analytics get that close to uh like wyoming and montana and whatever if they are that specific you know yeah but uh but yeah so guys take it home be like St. Joseph, be like DJ, meet DJ, <laughs> so you can be like him. <laughs> but just if you don't know who DJ is, just be like St. Joseph. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, take what you can from Nate and I's theological discussion. <laughs> and, and, just... and leave Oka angry email. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing from Father Schuster, he says, discern everything. I want you to discern what to take from this podcast and what not to. <laughs> so don't just say, don't just blindly yeah, accept what we good. say. That'd be okay? good. I'm glad you said that. And we're we're sponsored by uh by Hams and uh <laughs> we're gonna get sued. But, yeah, no, dude, we, we made the company. It's all uh, good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 your dad. Yeah. yeah. And what else are we sponsored by? Sponsored by Hams, sponsored by Sending Nature's Catholic School. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. No, yeah. Uh, sponsored by... The Diocese Camp- of Green Bay. <laughs> and Camp Tech with us. We are products of the Diocese of Green yeah, Bay. Yeah. We are three of the four staff members of the, the Diocese of Camp Tech with us. So, uh, yeah, we can be sponsored. Yeah. And I'm basically a staff member. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's uh, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you all. Know of our prayers for you as a audience and uh hopefully um the emails aren't too vitriolic so we'll see too what vitriolic vitriol all right wow do we got we gotta end up with a bang yeah (laughs) yeah vitriolic vitriolic god bless you bye (laughs) that was really long